Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Connective Podcast. This is the place where we discuss people, ideas, marketing, technology, and anything else that feels right. I am Sasha Owusu, SAD, here at Essence Mediacom. Hello, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Essence Mediacom X. And we've got a special type of podcast today, haven't we, Sasha? Not our normal one. Indeed. Our guest joining us today is the one and only Nick Lawson. How are you, Nick? Hello. Hello, you two. Yeah, I feel like I'm a kind of a regular. Am I regular on this? You are the most regular. Yeah. And for, for anyone oh, that, that wants our... You really are hard up for... Actually, we have quite a waiting list. Oh, I've offended um, Sue. But... Other people can't see it on the podcast, but I've offended Sue. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, we do like to hear from you every year. And for, for, yes. for newer listeners, if you want to hear Nick listening to the regular questions... You can have a look at the um, history of our Connected podcast on SoundCloud. But we have a sort of State of the Nation 2023 um, special episode this this week. Oh, and it is a special one because only at the beginning of uh, the month, well, last month, actually, now because it's been recorded uh, in early March, uh, we officially launched uh, Essence Mediacom with uh, Founders Day. We all had Founders Day. I was in New York for the day. I think you two would have been in London, wouldn't you? Yep. Yeah, I was at uh, EMX, my Oxford first Street, day at EMX. Yeah. yeah. So, and I've just heard such. Well, I've seen all the photos to start. We did a photo competition, didn't we, for the best yeah. photo? Yeah. And uh, our French office won it. Yeah. Um, oh. I have to confess, I did not pick that picture. I'm not saying it wasn't a, a worthy winner, because <laughs> it undoubtedly was. But I think people. A few people have sort of said to me, well, you know, have sort of questioned it. And I, oh. I've had to sort of say, well, I, I didn't actually judge it because I was on the move. You know, I was on the move. Mm. I wasn't to be trusted with it, I think, is the, uh, you know, the, uh, with with that kind of uh, judgment. But the pictures that I saw anyway on the day were just mm. like filled me with uh, filled me with joy, really. And of course, everybody was in, everybody's behind it, and everybody sort of, it was a simultaneous expression, wasn't it, of um, this is it, this is our agency now, you know, so it was a really inspiring day, I, I loved it. This is a great segue into my first question, because as Sue mentioned, we did this last year, it was first announced, now we're here some love in. Um, first and foremost, congratulations, and then just, just how do you feel? I mean, it's been busy, you've been up and down, going to various spaces, how do you feel altogether? It inspired, I guess, if, if I had to sort of sum it up in uh, one word, I think it's given me, you know, a real lift. I mean, mergers are pretty hard work, right? I mean, nine, you know, it, there's a cultural people thing to be done, there's a tech thing, thank God for Rich Mooney, who, you know, did the, the whole project, who ran the whole project for us. So, and there's a lot of stuff to do, you know, and you can get quite deflected, I think, along the way, if you're not careful, into sort of rabbit holes and and kind of forget your higher purpose and our higher purpose is to serve our clients because we're nothing without our clients. Mm -hmm. So keeping that balance and making sure that we're focused on our client business and people are focused on the business day in, day out, is a constant sort of uh, challenge across that period while you're dealing with all of this and I thought we handled that really really well and then it becomes a moment where you launch and now we can just look outwards Mm. you know and it just feels to me like we've got open sea in front of us as an agency and we can really express ourselves and we've got some big plans here right we're trying to reinvent the agency model Mm. with Essence Mediacom 
nothing like this has been done on this scale. I think we can bring some serious advantages is to the mark to the market when you combine those two entities really powerful proposition mm. Sue, i know you're out pitching at the moment and uh and maybe in the next podcast we'll we'll be able to tell people the sort of the result but i do believe it's a really powerful proposition mm. i think it inspires our people um and we're building a new culture together so mm. all of that is kind of quite inspirational and you and i all know well, me, myself and Sue have worked together for a very long time. Of course, mm. she was the person that employed me in the business in the Famously. first place many, yeah. Yeah, many, many years ago. Too long. You know, we shouldn't probably talk about how long we were, ago that we were was. children. We were, we were, yeah, we, we, we really were. Um, and I think we're a bit, you know, I trace back my career, you know, across all of those years. And we were always our best as an agency when we were kind of pioneering in some way, trying to change the world in some way. And this is one of those moments. And I do think that I do think and I hope people will see over the next four years. Do you know what? I work. I was a I, I worked at uh, Essence Media Com when it was born. Yeah. You know, and I was there for that era, mm-hmm. you know, those first formative years. And I think it, 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 I want it to be one of those moments. You know, we've got to work incredibly hard to make it one of those moments, by the way. But I want it to be one of those moments, um, you know, in the industry. And I think we can do it. It's absolutely amazing. And also, as you say, everything worked on the first day which well, is you know <laughs> a big shout did. out to you know i know big shout out to like Everyone. listen our colleagues at group m andy townsend and his team yeah. uh, rich and our team uh, amazing you know yeah, amazing um it really you know that stuff's the really difficult stuff but uh, yeah so there you go Yes, and it's and it is very exciting. You're right, and I know you've just been out on tour. You've been visiting some of the offices uh, across the world. Been what, where east, have you been? So what, yeah, what, what been was the feeling? So I walked into the. Uh, I mean, I was a bit taken aback actually. So I went to um, India, I then went to Singapore, and then I went to uh, Australia. So I sort of headed east for two for two mm-hmm. weeks. Met with something like 25, 30 clients over that period in the different uh, markets. Met with all our people, did various town halls, did a lot of interviews, um, especially in India. I think I did about three or four different interviews in India. And I started off in Delhi, then Mumbai, then Singapore and Sydney. Um, and Delhi, when I arrived in Delhi, I was met by um, 200 essentials at the do- at the door. Wow. There was a very enthusiastic. It's the most enthusiastic reception I've ever had walking to office. Wow. Normally people go the other way. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm normally shuffled into a, like, a side office. But this was full on, you know, with mm. the rose garland. And oh, it was uh, it was amazing. Oh, There's a few pictures kicking around, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you do a picture with the uh, podcast? Do you do yeah, sometimes yeah. send a yeah, picture? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually I know most people don't believe this, but I'm actually quite shy. So it was quite a bit. Uh, um it's quite a bit full on for me you know I was a yeah, bit, yeah a, no bit, I know you know yeah. so but it was um you know I think my time in India was magical and I think in India um I think it's the best of us you know the best of us in terms of as a as a as a wider group WPP mm-hmm. uh, group M the agencies it's such a powerful organization um really solution orientated packed with talent from top to bottom um it was a really impressive operation that shrini and uh, pk uh, and navin um Mm. have built so uh 
yeah I, I think I learned a lot too you know from uh, the clients and I think what what was kind of ple- what was pleasing from all the client meetings that I uh, from all the client meetings that I did as well is they definitely see the potential in our company yeah we've got a lot to prove I think to our, you know to, 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 to our client place and, and I guess the market but that's a start you know, it's a really good start, isn't it? Because very often differentiation in our market, in our market with media yeah. agents is very, very hard. Yeah. I mean, pretty much the client, the standard client view, I think, in the media market is, well, all agencies are kind of the same. Yeah. I think that is a view, by the way, that is um, perpetuated a little bit by um, the filter that, uh, that we have to go through in the pitch process. Yeah. Um, I would say because the whole objective of that is standardizing the offers as far as I can make it out. The comparison. Know. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, okay, yeah. so on to Singapore yeah. and Australia. And again, Australia, Australia's slightly more complex situation with our merger. Because um, in both Australia and India, Essence was a reasonable sized company. And so we've had to put the two agencies together. But Essence had already been merged in Australia oh, a couple okay. of times in recent history so amy the group m leader amy became the group m leader um it was you know it was a bit of a shock because i'd only just gone through a merger when i came along and said right we were putting together it's a little bit of a shock um but we kind of got our minds around it and i think we've got such a great lineup of talent now in australia between the two agencies we've hired a new ceo a Pippa, we brought in a new managing director in Sydney, um, Stevie, mm-hmm. who um, really reminds me of Claudine Collins a little bit. She's a real huh? power, you know. Surely there's only good. one Claudine Collins. <laughs> 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 yeah. But, um, you know, I think we've got a great lineup there and really mm-hmm. talented. And I don't know, you, maybe you don't know this, but I would say in terms of market, uh, in terms of talent in market I, I think Australia is relatively small so I think the media scene media agency scene is maybe two to three thousand people in Sydney mm-hmm. um, alone but I think pound for pound an amazing talent market it really attracts great talent um, and, and obviously there's a lot of people that have part you know that have moved to that market from yeah. you know from the UK and from Mediacom so I bumped in a lot of people that we've moved through our mobility yeah. program yeah. it'll probably be one of the questions I'm asked a lot is yeah. about mobility mm. um, and uh, Australia is a great example of that the difficulty mm. I have is everybody wants to go to Sydney or New York yeah not necessarily a lot of other markets so we need to broaden our definition of mobility in the places that, uh, that people want to want to go to but you know, we really need to push that. And I think it's something that's, um, for me, has been one of the principles of building a network yeah. that people can move and can get opportunities in other markets. It's one of the big advantages that we have. That's amazing. You've obviously done the global tour. You've been around to see most places. What observations of challenges are you are you seeing between SS Mediacom cultures and ways of working? Well, I think... Um, you know, I think, you know, the initial observation, you know, that I had about the two companies, I mean, we do a lot of communications dynamics, you know, we were brought up on community, you know, mm-hmm. where you divide personality types mm-hmm. into ex- uh, expressives, drivers, which is kind of me and me and Sue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these people very goal orientated, want to move forward. Um, analytical type people and amiable type people. And I think, if you were to sum up, and this is a broad generalisation, mm. right? Because obviously both companies have all personality types. But broadly speaking, mm. 
you would definitely put Mediacom in the driver's slightly expressive box, and you would definitely put um, uh, Essence in the analytical slash amiable slot as a as a generalization. And we all know that if you can, great teams have that blend of personalities, right? So. Yeah. So you're actually starting, but they can only be a great team if they really understand each other and communicate with each other. So we're starting from a position where we've got all the ingredients, in my view, because there's no doubt that the uh, that the analytical nature and the learning nature, I guess, of uh, essence is an incredibly powerful uh, cultural piece that if we can add that to Mediacom, which is why I was hell bent on preserving um essence in this merger there's never going to be a takeover from mediacom into essence in many ways essence is the important ingredient for us to move forward in the future it's the bit that we needed to really preserve and take care of i hope the centrals kind of see that have seen that during the um during the you know during the process i guess you've got to make some decisions along the way you know but overall i feel we've arrived with all of that intact I think we've got a new we launched um, the week after the Founders Day are kind of all of us principles, which I think are really um, powerful, actually. And I think we've got to focus now on building that culture around those principles, you know, together, which is around learning, building better together, always feeling included. So recognising that talents um, everywhere, but opportunity isn't um, and making sure that we fix that celebrating success yeah we're always good at that but i think also uh, appreciating when people experiment the dare to be different you yeah. know um i also think asking questions and seeking help is incredibly important when you're especially if you look at the average age of our company we can't create a culture where people are afraid to ask questions or question why we're doing something yeah. this is the, we can only get better if we want that so you know i think I guess to our leadership, I'd say don't walk by and people shouldn't walk by when they see somebody. I don't pick everybody up, you know, don't work. Don't walk by personally. Take care of it. Yeah. If you see uh, see an issue. And then lastly, of course, we've launched a whole kind of breakthrough philosophy. And the yeah. the most inspiring thing about this, because this is before, you know, as Mediacom, um, we've always had sort of planning philosophies, I guess. And these philosophies sort of were really, if we're honest, were directed at the sort of people that were facing into the clients to be smart in front of clients. But breakthrough, yes, of course, it's about that. But breakthrough unites us, you know, creating breakthroughs in the way that we work should unite everybody in the company, whether you work in finance, whether you work in HR. We are trying to reinvent the agency model in every aspect of what we do. So we need to be thinking about how we create breakthrough thinking in every aspect of what we do, whether you work in whether you, you work in reception in one of our offices, for example, whether you work in facilities, whether you work in IT, you should all be thinking that way culturally. And that's why I think it's such an exciting sort of move for us, because I think client want, want, clients want brilliant strategy in every part of the communications path journey. And I think, and I think you've always, you, you know, you've always been really strong on this. You've always been for me, Nick. You've always gone, uh, you know, creativity. It democratise it. Make sure that everybody has kind of access to it and and applies it. This um, is the this is the point of Spark, right? Which is our new sort yeah. of internal training program. Now, this is something that I've been particularly passionate about. 
Um, and this is to provide people with creative thinking um, training to help people on that journey, you know, to 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 reinvent what we do. And when they see a problem or they see blockages in the system to make us better. And it should empower everybody to, to that feeling to make the entire company better, because if you've got the whole company focusing on it. You remember my St. Luke story. So one of the agencies I worked with, as you know, uh, that I was very keen on. Actually, a lot of Mediacom culture was based on my experiences of working with St. Luke's, which in the 90s was like the zeitgeist agency. Uh, Mother kind of took over from them, I guess, uh, a few years later. Um, and it was uh, run by Andy Law and David Abraham, uh, um, uh, you know, really. Um, ben Bill Bull, who went on to run anyway. The unique John Grant, who we still know, who we uh, met recently, Sue, right? It's really ma- amazing people, talented people. But it was the first agency that was a cooperative, cooperative advertising agency. So all the people, it's like a, uh, a commune, you know, communist, uh, socialist uh, uh, commune. So all the people that work there owned the agency. And this created a, a, a culture where... Well, I guess the net result was I, I remember turning up to the reception one on a, on a Monday morning and it was an, a, and the reception had, was just totally different from what it was the week before. Mm. And what they'd done is they'd taken out the normal standard, you know, a lot of black leather and TV mm-hmm. screens type agency reception and put it and can only be described as turned it into some sort of display in a garden centre with sort of park benches and fake plants and fake grass and it actually looked awful if I'm honest but uh, <laughs> but so I said you know what what on earth's happened here and they said oh well some people you know wanted to surprise the agency um you know the work here and just came in over the weekend and just created it and I just thought what an amazing what an amazing mm-hmm. agency where people care enough to do that and that just said everything to me. So when I work in a place where people are prepared to commit their own time to really change it, that's when you know you'll have something. And I guess that's the ultimately that's the aim, isn't it? Right. To care that much. To care that much. Because it also makes work more fun if you care that much. Again. Well, um, uh, I think so. Can you just sum up kind of the sorts of new opportunities people can expect to come their way um, with the merger startup? Well, I- I think um, I think you can look at it's a really good question, but I, I think you need to look at it in a in, in a number of ways. I think if we're successful and we grow, inevitably that leads to kind of more jobs and everybody in the agency grows. As you know, I'm a passionate believer of promoting from within, so that's our first portal call. Well, I that's how I've yeah ended up being CEO. It's because mm-hmm. somebody somewhere along the line saw my potential and promoted me. Uh, starting with you Sue um, so I'm really passionate about that and I think you you can do that if you're in a growing company that can happen um, so that's the sort of ground level I guess um, so we need to provide growth for our people in that sense I think you can do it by uh, taking part in the whole learning agenda that we're going to be providing um, starting with Spark but there's a whole list of other um, training programs that we're going to make available and most of those are going to be based around the kind of disciplines where we see um, real growth in and they are very much in the analytical um, data science content space and I think 
there will be much more demand from our clients for those types of people over the years. So we're going to provide opportunities for people to start moving into those kind of disciplines. And if I was start, if I was starting my career right now, uh, again, I would I would make a beeline for data and data science as being the basis from which I would launch my career right now. So if I'm a 27 year old planner, that's what I would, that's what I'd be personally um, specialising. Um, and then I think that there are market opportunities that we where we started the conversation, which yeah. is the ability to move kind of globally. So yeah. there's I think there's in those boxes there are those that will be providing those opportunities. And of course, it's all framed in, you know, uh, our people philosophy, which is a place to grow. Essence Media Comet is the place to grow. Yeah. And, I, and, and I think um, I think that's what people want out of a, an agency is certainly why, why I stayed here for 30 years because I was yeah. always afforded the opportunity to grow so I think if we provide that I think it's um, you know a great symbiotic relationship right this is sort of a flywheel between the person and the company because they're developing and they're growing and of course the company's benefiting from that growth so uh, that's where we that's where we want to be and I think I think data science I think also as you touched on creative futures that's going to grow that's going to expand this it's a well, lot that, of exciting i think that question between how do we get medium creative closer together yeah. is pretty much in my view and how do we unpack the value there mm. is going to be the major question for the next generation for the next decade in my view that will be the question that marketeers will and, and we have to answer as an industry and i think <laughs> you know i think creative futures where we are at the moment, I believe, is, um, you know, we've been really developing some amazing products in that area, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which people will get to see in the next uh, few months. But it's, re- it's really exciting. That is real pioneering, in my view. I mean, there's, a, there's so many things happening, so many things we want to achieve, obviously at the beginning. Uh, but what do you hope for by the end of this year? Well, I think... I think sometimes, you know, honestly, I, I want us to affect. If we were to do one amazing thing on every single one of our clients between mm. now and the end of the year, that's what I'd like to achieve. We bring something new that Essence MediaCom provides, just one thing, right? And I think if we were to do that, that would be incredible. That's amazing. So let's focus on that, yeah? Let's not make too many. We don't need to talk loudly in restaurants about where we're going to be, blah, 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 how good we are. We just need to do that. And I think, you know, we have a long term ambition, don't we, as a, you know, as an agency yeah. to be the, you know, the, you know, effectively the most important agency in the world. And um, I believe we'll get there. I don't think we're there at the moment. I think it's a long-term ambition over the next three or four years, but I think we can get there. But I think we can get there by doing that just one thing. That's actually that's a great, great focused answer. Um, look, we, we always talk about belonging on our podcast. Um, how can everybody make sure that everyone feels that they belong to our new organisation? Well, I think that this is the. I think this is a, a question of leadership, isn't it? And I think that all of us, including me have to keep recognizing that you know talents everywhere 
but the opportunity isn't necessarily and we need to take responsibility for changing that at every level of the company and when i say leadership i mean if you're if one person reports into you you're a leader so we've all got to recognize that and we've all got to recognize that a bit like you sue if you think about it that allowing people to um you know i wouldn't be where I am if I hadn't have worked with you in the early days and you wouldn't have said no I really believe in this person he should be doing this or he should get that job even though it meant me moving away from working for you well, you know um, you recognize uh, yeah. that but the culture at the time if we're honest the culture at the time wasn't that <laughs> right it was not that so I think it's about really taking as I say those leadership principles and values incredibly seriously is how we will fix that problem um I, I we announced that. today I mean, we yeah. announced today um francis taking on global yeah um coo somebody that's worked with both of us so it came back to MediaCom, which is really she was exciting my, she was my grad she's, yeah i mean yeah, yeah right, another way person back who's, when. Uh, yeah um, so which is an incredibly exciting appointment for us i think she's yeah. really smart um uh, and she will uh, um, she will bring a you know, a, a different version, I think, to the table. Your next podcast, in my view, should be with, uh, you know, or no, even the next one, but definitely do a podcast yeah. with uh, Frankie, because okay. um, uh, I think it's a really exciting appointment. I think she's a real visionary in media. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I think uh, I think it's really exciting. You know, um, people have occasionally said to me, you know, obviously Nick got promoted way over your head. How how do you feel about that? And I. <laughs> I, I just said proud, just so 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 proud. I think it was never, yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. I, I, we've always had that, um, you know, relationship of total sort of honesty, haven't we? Really, so one of the things is uh, you always is, was incredibly, incredibly honest. Also honest about the bad stuff because I was moaning about. I always remember me moaning about doing uh, competitive reviews. I'm pretty sure we still do them. I'm pretty sure they're still quite boring to put together. Um, although you can, we've automated a lot of it now. We've so got a lot of AI now. Yeah. Whereas I had to do them all by hand, Manually, yeah. and it was boring. And Sue, Sue's retort to this was, "Well, it's only boring if you make it boring, Nick." And there's some truth in that. I just sort of begrudgingly accept that. You're right. I am probably making it boring. So I did try and make it interesting. And you did. Yeah. So we've obviously been through some of the traditional questions we usually ask on the podcast before. However, we are going to ask you for a quirky fact or an interesting story that you'll be able to share with us on this podcast. Well, uh, I came up with a new quirky fact in mm. my Australian tour, which yeah. I'd sort of forgotten about. But, yeah. um, but this is a really good one. And it was, uh, if I do say so myself, but, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I just can't believe I, I, I hadn't uh, rolled this one out before. So many years ago, my uncle um, did uh, a lot of work and he's still doing a lot of work on the on our family tree. Okay. And and the Lawsons or my dad's father's side of the, the, the family come from um, Portsmouth. Mm. Um, so we're a naval family. And he worked out through the, and I think the name before that was Cook or something like that. But he worked out that one of our ancestors was a mutineer on the bounty. Amazing. Died on Pitcairn, I believe died on Pitcairn mm. Island, which I said was just outside Australia, but it's a bit further away. 
I sort of had the view that it was quite close to Australia, but nothing's, as I found out, nothing's close to Australia. It really is sort of quite a way away from everything. That, that is an excellent quirky fact. Now, I'm now going to ask you as our final question, the question you cannot settle. So oh. I'm holding out three cards from the School of Life and I'm going to call them A, B and C. Which would you like? C. Okay. Oh, well, funnily enough, <laughs> C is... What do you know about your distant ancestors beyond your great grandparents? <laughs> maybe you've asked. Maybe we've answered that. Maybe, maybe okay, A or B. <laughs> That's slightly weird. A or B, Nick. A or B. We'll go again. <laughs> no, go on. I'll do. Go on. I'll do B. Question you cannot prepare for: Is there anyone you regret losing touch with? Oh, oh God! What a good question. Um. Yeah. There is. I, I, I mean, there are a few colleagues, but I, I think because of the nature of this, I probably shouldn't um, go into that. But there's a there was a person that I met um, as I was growing up as a boy in uh, mm. in Oxy, where I where I grew up. And um, he, as people already know, I'm a really keen cricketer. Yeah. And in Oxy, there's a, a heath called Watford Heath. Yeah. And, we, and I really grew up playing football and cricket with local boys yeah. yeah I was there sort of every day really as I was growing up as a kid and there was a guy called Justin Gosling mm-hmm. who um who became a a real friend you know and uh we used to go on sort of like adventures as well kind of together and and I, on one of these sort of adventures which involved bike rides into the country and stuff I fell into a, a river and cut my side really badly oh wow and he uh and he had a hanky. He used the bicycle tape around his bike handlebars to sort of type do this bandage while he got me to A&E, where I had to have stitches in my side. Wow. And when my dad turned up at A&E, my dad was incredibly impressed by his yeah. thinking. But anyway, his parents were something to do, I think, with Phillips or Shell. They moved to Amsterdam and he became a full time boarder and we lost touch. And so this is uh, somebody I hadn't seen since so 1978 but I always think about him I don't know why but well, I if, think if about you're him. out there Justin shout out to <laughs> shout out to Nick I mean you do stay in touch with a lot of people don't you so it's um that's well I still live it's about. helpful because I still live where yeah. I where yeah. I grew up so I still play a bit of old man's cricket with people I grew up with I went to school with even so you know and they, these are the things that you know I really do like about my life that I've got people in my life like that